0: I want to bring in New York Times senior political correspondent and CNN's political analyst, Maggie Haberman, because I think the question is, you know, we see all the Trump legal team, what they're saying, but how is Trump himself viewing the multiple efforts that have been playing out, two of them now successful, at least for now, to get him off the ballot.
1: Look, what he's saying publicly is actually not that different than what he's saying privately to people, Caitlin, which is that this is undemocratic, this is an effort to, you know, it's election interference. As we know, he is very good at projecting what he is accused of back onto other people, and it's not surprising that he's doing this here. He's genuinely, he's not happy about this. Uh, And it is true that a lot of people around him see this as politically helpful, but it's also yet another front they have to fight, and that comes when they're fighting any number of them.
0: Yeah. Are they worried at all about the point that Norm was making there, which is that a secretary of state, even if she is a Democrat, the Colorado Supreme Court, the January 6th Congressional Committee, all of these you know, positions of authority are putting in writing that they do believe he was not only responsible for what happened that day and started it, but he fanned the flames. Of January six.
1: Anything like that coming from an official source is not great for him. He knows that his folks know that. It's not good for him long term, I should say. It's not good for him, certainly, if he has kept off the ballots. that that is just logistically problematic. But while this is fuel for him in a Republican primary, if he is the nominee in a general election, this is just objectively not a, a helpful fact set. It is not. It, it will be used in ads. It will be used on mailers. Um, it will be said at you know Democratic town halls over and over and over again. And there will be officialdom to point to, saying that Trump did it. This is what didn't happen. With the Senate trial for impeachment, this is what didn't happen for almost two years uh, from the DOJ, and now there is something that is, you know, quasi-official. Um, at le- even if it's coming from, you know, folks who they're arguing are partisan, it's just not helpful to him.
0: Does he seem confident at all that the Supreme Court, if they do choose to get involved here? Will rule in his favor?
1: His folks believe that it, they are going to rule in his favor, but he is never certain that anything is going to be the case until it's done. And, you know, he's been railing about this Supreme Court uh, for years now because despite the fact that he appointed three of the justices, they have not shown much interest in his election. Uh, cases or his election efforts, and so he doesn't really see them as consistently uh, being with him on any of those issues, and he doesn't have certainty that it will go his way. However, uh, a lot of people he listens to do think that this is likely the Colorado decision. Certainly, is likely to get shut down, and that the Supreme Court is going to have to take this up because it's clearly going to be other states now.
0: Well, and to that point, I mean, I think that there are you know people who don't like the the way the court has tilted since the three justices he's put on there, but. When it comes to, you know, the powers of the presidency Mm -hmm. and what he's had, they have had less of an appetite, as you wrote in your reporting last week, for, for supporting him on that. Absolutely,
1: they have shown really very little appetite for getting involved in this. They did after election day in 2020. Um, you know, there has been no no sense that they are moving faster. They did not move quickly on the immunity question, which uh, Jack Smith, the special counsel, was asking them to do. There were no dissents on that, but that doesn't mean they won't take it up at a later date.
0: Yeah, we'll wait to see what they do. Maggie Haverman, thank you for that.